welcome one and all to the Prophecy Show. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe. I'm here as always with my lovely wife at the controls, Angela, and the prophet of the hour, Dr. Andrew. And so how are you today, sir? Doing great. Thank you. Ah, so today we're going to talk about one of my favorite subjects, um, mainly because I know there's none left in the mint, but <laughs> but, if you, but, you, but if you have it, you're if you have it, you're, you're in good, good shape, shape. <laughs> and that is gold. Okay, so we're going to talk about what gold really represents. So. Okay, so it, we know that physically it is a soft, corrosion-resistant element. And it is a very malleable metal. And because of that, and because of its shiny properties, it is used for valuable things like currency, jewelry, decorations. Okay. okay. Uh, the term gold means something of great value or goodness. Okay. Uh, like when you say heart of gold. Okay. Uh, the symbol of gold is AU, which mm -hmm. comes from the Latin word aurum. And the wow. meaning of it is glowing dawn, like a sunrise. Okay. Okay? So just as it represents glowing dawn, gold was there from the dawn of mankind. Okay. Okay, where do you suppose the, the, the gold came, or where, where was it in the beginning? In the beginning, wasn't it in the ground, and just on the ground you could just find it anywhere? Uh, not quite. Well, did, did you have to really dig it out in order no, to No, you didn't have it? to dig it, but it was at, at a certain place. At a certain place. It was in the mountains, I know that. Uh-huh. Okay, so the first place it's mentioned is in the land of Havilah in Genesis. Okay? Okay. So somewhere in Mesopotamia. Okay. It says this, Now a river flowed out of Eden to water the garden, and from there it divided and became four rivers. The name of the first is Bashan. It flows around the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold. The gold okay. of that land is good. So it's somewhere, it's somewhere in the Middle East, probably. Okay, Havilah. Some, somewhere, in, somewhere in Iraq, okay? Okay. Um, so gold is derived from the Hebrew word Zahab, which means to shimmer. To shimmer with light, okay? Okay. So the covenant of God, God went, wanted to make it shimmer with gold, right? Right. So, go, so Moses was told to put the covenant in an ark of gold. He said this, You shall overlay it with pure gold, inside and out. You shall overlay it, and you shall make a gold molding around it. Exodus okay. 25. Right, I remember that part. Yeah. <clears throat> Same with the temple. So the temple was covered with gold. So God instructed Solomon to... Make the utensils gold, the doors were gold, the tables were gold, and the altar was gold. First okay. King seven, okay? So that made it a very valuable place when the Extremely valuable. Attacked. That's why they pillaged it. Sure. Okay. And of course we have just a small image of what the kingdom will be like. In fact, it mentions that the whole city of God will be of pure gold. Right. It says this, the material of the wall was jasper, and the city was pure gold, like clear glass. So everything. Wow. The foundation stones of a city were adorned with every kind of precious stone, and the street of a city was pure gold, like transparent glass. Wow. Revelation 21. So yeah, so gold, we have an inkling of what it looks like, but... 
I think we'll have a very good picture of what it looks like when we see the new kingdom. Okay. At Barisite, everything's divided into In two. two. So that means there's good and bad when we so talk about what's, gold. What's bad about gold? Um, the fact that it is probably a precious metal and mm -hmm. everybody wants to get their hands on it. Mm -hmm. and, so, uh, yeah, so people idolize it. Mm, yes. Um, and that brings to mind the golden calf. Absolutely. When Moses came down from Absolutely. the mountain. So even before the golden calf, uh, they were warned. He said, he said, don't. Moses told him not to construct any idols of gold. He right. said, you shall not make other gods besides me, gods of silver or gods of gold. You shall not make for yourselves. Exodus 20. And he warned them not to hoard it either. He said, you shall not multiply wise for himself or else his heart will turn away. Nor shall he greatly increase silver and gold for himself. Deuteronomy 17. Okay. Uh, so the issue is that gold is a very precious metal, but you can become greedy. You can have avarice from it. You can hoard it. You can idolize it. Okay. Okay. So what did the people do? Exactly what they were told not to do. Yeah. So as soon as Moses went to get up, of all things, the Ten Commandments. They created the golden calf. Yeah. And they idolized it and worshipped it and carried it around the, the camp. Yeah. It says this, of a calf of gold. Said Aaron, whoever has any gold, let them tear it off. So they gave it to me, and I threw it into the fire, and out came this calf. Exodus 23 and 24. Yeah, the irony behind that, too, is I don't know if I necessarily believe it, but there is a uh, Apocrypha of Moses. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I shouldn't laugh about it, but um, apparently after the golden calf, and he got pissed off and melted the golden calf down, <clears throat> he made those that idolized it drink it. Oh! That was not a good drink. That was a, their last drink. That was put a drink that of death. Yeah, that was their last drink. So, um, so I don't know how much I believe it, but apparently that's what the Apocryphus is. Wow. So the people, of course, would hoard their gold and made it their god. Isaiah said this, Those who lavish gold from the purse, it cannot deliver them from his distress. True. Isaiah 46. And the amount of gold received in the coffer of Solomon was a foretelling of the curse of gold. Hmm. Because how much gold was there? Quite a bit. Wasn't there quite a bit of gold? Yeah, it was exactly this much. Now, the weight of gold which came into Solomon in one year was 666 talents of gold. First Kings, ten and there's, the, there's those three sixes. And the number of the beasts, the two-thirds of mankind. So, tough, tough number. And the day will come when their gold will rust, and there will be a witness against them, and will consume their flesh. It says this in James. <clears throat> come now, you rich, weep and howl for your miseries which are coming upon you. Your riches have rotted, and your garments have become moth-eaten. Wow. Your gold and your silver have rusted, <clears throat> and their rust will be a witness against you and will consume your flesh like fire. It is in the last days that you have stored up your treasure. James 5 and 1. Okay. What's the irony behind this statement here? 
Well, um, as far as I know, in in today's era, gold and silver do not rust. Bingo. So for them to rust means that God has to step in and take control. I agree. I think it has. I think it has two two meanings. I think that it's trying to say that gold of the earth is impure, and it can also mean I think that their gold was impure. In other words, it, it had mixed junk in it. Right. Like iron. You know what I'm saying? And that happens when you mix anything with gold. Um, Oh, and it happens when you dig it out. It's always mixed with something. Right, That's why you have and to, you have to fire it you have to, to smelt it, right? it out. Yeah. So, so it tells me two things. It tells me that the gold of the earth is not good, and it tells me that even the gold that they hoarded was not good. Wow. It was impure. So. so why do we put such value in this junk that we call gold? The, um, the word for gold is the Greek word krusos, which means of purchasing power. Okay. So obviously the Greeks understood that it was a monetary, of great monetary value. The gold and the silver. Mm-hmm. Yet Christ warned us. He said, don't carry money. Don't carry gold. Right? Right. Didn't he say that? He did. Yeah. He said this, do not get any gold or silver or copper to take with you in your belts. No bag for the journey or extra shirt or sandals or staff for the worker is worth his keep. Okay. Matthew 10 and 9. So we were warned that all things on this earth shall return to the earth, even the gold. But those things of the Father shall return to the Father, which is our spirit. Okay. So at the end, our bodies shall return to the earth, but our spirits shall return to the, to Father. the Father. Right. It says this, remember him before the silver cord is broken and the golden bowl is crushed. Okay. The pitcher by the well is shattered, and the wheel at the cistern is crushed. Then the dust will return to the earth as it was. So everything will be crushed and returns to the earth. Wow. And the spirit will return to God who gave it. Ecclesiastes 12 and 6. Okay. So the body will burn with this earth, our physical bodies. Right. But the body of man will be scarcer than gold. It says this, I will make mortal men scarcer than pure gold. And mankind, then the gold of Ophir, Isaiah 13 and 12. Wow. So, the day will come. Even the gold of this earth, which, we, be which gone, we greatly value, will be burned up. And, and everything that came from the earth will go back to the earth. And there will be nothing that we can do about that. Because um, we came from, we and everything here came from the earth, and we have to go back. So we're going to take a quick break right here, and when we come back, we're going to continue our discussion about gold. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe. This is The Prophecy Show. You're listening to Christ the King Radio at ctkradio.com. Welcome back, one and all, to The Prophecy Show. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe. I'm here with Dr. Andrew, and today we are talking about the most precious metal that we think is the most precious metal, and that's gold. I don't know. <clears throat> some, may, some may say uranium-235, but that's another question. Yeah, for another, for another, yeah. 
So the ancient symbol for gold, uh, what do you suppose that looks like? The ancient symbol for gold? Uh -huh. uh, remember, it means rising dawn, right? So it's the sun rising yeah, over Yeah, it's, it's a circle with a dot in the middle, so the sun. Okay. 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 So that's the symbol of uh, Ra, or the sun god, okay? Right. And, and God promised to his people that who would come to this earth? That Christ would come to this earth as right. the Son. The Son of God, right? Right. The Son of God would come. Not only that, but kings would bring him gold. It's just a prophecy. The young camels of Midian and Ephah, all of those from Sheba, will come. Three kings, right? Right. They will bring gold and frankincense and will bear good news of the praises of the Lord. Ah. Where's that from? Uh, that is uh, from Matthew. I no. no. Well, I. Hey, wait. I'm I said it's an old prophecy. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I have a question. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, recently, there was a challenge made about how many kings actually came to visit Christ when he was born. Yeah, I don't think we really know. Okay. Because every time... But the it, three comes from this. The three comes from... From, from that right which there. Which is Isaiah. Isaiah. Yeah. Okay, so because because that's where it actually talks about mm -hmm. three kings right. bringing three different gifts. It yeah. doesn't talk about how many other kings might have come to visit, but... Which is interesting, you know, obviously, like Midian, so the per from Persia, Ephah from the Middle East, from... You know, the Levant and Sheba from Egypt, so okay. from all over the place. Okay. So, all right. You know, it's interesting. Okay, so the so Matthew that you were saying says this: After coming into the house, they saw a child with Mary, his mother, and they fell to the ground and worshipped him. And opening their treasures, they presented to him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Okay. Matthew two. So the prophecy of Isaiah, again and again and again, was fulfilled. And that was the three. That was a three. Okay. Okay. So the prophets foretold that the Son of Man would come. Not only that he would come, but he would have a belt of what? Gold. Around his waist. All right. It says this. I lifted my eyes and looked, and behold, there was a certain man dressed in linen, whose waist was girded with a belt of pure gold of Rufaz. Okay. Daniel 10 and 5. Ah. Ah, so this is where we get what the true meaning of gold is. Okay. The gold of God. More infinitely more important than the gold, the gold of, of earth. Right. Right. So we know or we should know what the belt represents. What does it represent? Uh, excuse me? Faithfulness. Ah. Okay. Okay. She's right. Angela's right. All right. It is faithfulness, the faithfulness of the Son of Man. Okay. That's what the gold represents, okay? Okay. It says this, For it is faithfulness that is the belt about his waist. Ah. Isaiah 11. So gold is known for its value, okay? Okay. The root, Hebrew root or root for word for faithfulness is emunah, which means of steadfast faith, okay? So that is why we... We used to back our currency with gold because of the faith. And its value. Absolutely. 
and yeah. and and its value to increase exactly decrease exactly okay so it is his faithfulness that represents gold okay okay it says this enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise give thanks to him bless his name for the lord is good not us it is the lord who is good he is right. loving kinding and everlasting and his faithfulness is gold to all generations psalms okay. 100 and it says that in the end the prophets the princes of the earth would bow down because of his faithfulness it says kings will see and arise princes will bow down because of the lord who is faithful the holy one of israel who has chosen you isaiah 49 okay so it's through the faithfulness of god that he would send his only begotten son for us okay okay because of his faithfulness he sent us his only son and in exchange we also receive gold from him right because the gold of god is faith okay so okay. we receive the gold of god which is faith which is the gift of god it says this for by, for by grace you have been saved with grace a gift been saved through faith god's gold not of yourself mm. it is a gift of god ephesians 2 okay what is faith faith comes from the greek root pestis which means a divine affirmation from god okay so when we receive faith we've been affirmed by god that we are his people so by that we become sons of the father okay okay this is what paul said he says but now that faith has come we are no longer under a tutor in other words we are no longer under the prophets we we should be able to now function on our own absolutely faith. right or function through god okay mm -hmm. for you are all sons of god through faith in christ jesus gotcha galatians 3 and 25 peter said this he said why have any value in gold when your gift of faith is much much more precious than gold okay and especially when it's tested in fire that's the fire of persecution right it will be redeemed in other words it will be exchanged for our gifts okay okay it says this in this you greatly rejoice even though now for a little while our time on earth if necessary you have been distressed by various trials so the fire okay okay so that the proof of your faith redemption the value of it right being more precious than gold which is perishable because the gold of this earth will be destroyed right even though tested by fire so the the persecution that we go through may be found to result and praise and glory and honor at the revelation of jesus christ okay at the very end it will be exchanged for its true value first peter 1 and 6. okay so paul emphasized that faith is a gift remember that faith is a gift we don't deserve it we don't earn it it is given to us as a gift from god just through, because 
just because, through our Lord Jesus Christ. But when it's given to us, it costs. And what it costs is us to have faith in Christ Jesus. It, just, it, it costs a lot of things. Because what is the true validation of faith? Faith in uh, believing in Christ Jesus, that Christ is the Son of it God. It is, but what do we call that? We do call. Let me tell you what. Let me give you a hint. So those that don't believe, are oh. on the left hand. Yeah. So. So those that believe are on the right, which is called the righteous righteousness, side of right? Jesus. They said that over and over again about about uh, Abraham, right? That he was righteous because he offered his son. They said right. that about the harlot, you know, when Joshua came. Says it again and again, but it says this: Now that no one is justified by the law before God is evident, for the righteous man shall live by faith. And in other words, that is the true value of faith. That okay. is the true redemptive value of faith. Is that it has to be exemplified by in your righteousness. righteousness. Gotcha. It has to be in righteousness, not of man, but righteousness yes, of God. Of God. Who cares whose right hand you're at? The only if you're one not at the right hand of God, you're not at the right hand the of man. Chances, if you're at the right hand of man, you're on his left hand. <laughs> right. So, Let's put it that way. <laughs> okay, I go with that. I go so. with that. We're going to take another quick break right here, and when we come back, we're going to continue our discussion about gold. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe, and this is the Prophecy Show on Christ the King Radio at ctkradio.org. Welcome back, one and all, to the Prophecy Show. I'm your host, Michael Van Lowe, and I'm here with Dr. Andrew, and we're going to continue our discussion about gold. So gold, the gold of God is faith. And Amen. faith is not cheap. So Amen. faith, the redemptive value or the proving value of it is righteousness. So in other words, if you have gold, right? Right. You're not just going to throw it away, right? You're not just going to give it away. No. I mean, you're going to lock it up, right? Right. Put it someplace safe. Right. Use it when you need to use it. Right. Same same thing with the faith of God. We should treat it that way. And and the cost of it is righteousness. What is righteousness? Righteousness is living for and doing whatever Christ commands you to do. Yeah, it's 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 doing being faithful regardless of the circumstance. Right. Regardless. Okay. So as we know, Abraham exemplified that to the highest amount that a, that a human can. Right, because he was because, willing to sacrifice his only son. That's right. And it says this, Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. Mm. Romans 4. So the word righteousness is the Roman word diakosune, which means acceptable to God. So in other words, he gives you faith, and he's going to make you do something with it. Okay. Many will, most will just throw it away. And so they'll, they'll fall by the wayside and just give it up. Wow. But some will redeem it. In other words, some will be like Abraham. They will, they will stick to righteousness, okay? So it's through righteousness that we produce the works of the Spirit. Ah. Okay? And it's through the works of the Spirit that we complete God's works. Okay. 
So it says this, What use is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith, but no works? So faith and works are the same. Can that faith save him? No, of course not. For just as the body without the spirit is dead, so also, also faith without works is dead. James 2 and 14. Okay. So I would look at it this way, okay? So gold... Gold has a redemptive value. Okay, and redemptive value is it's righteousness. A, it's got well. We're just going to say plain gold without any okay. earthly gold. So it has a redemptive value, and it's a value that we keep in our head, right? Right. Because we know, oh, it's it's worth you know twelve hundred dollars. Okay. Okay. Say for an ounce of gold, and it also has a redemptive value. So it the redemptive value is what it produces. So in the same way, we can look at faith. As the gold of God. Okay. It has its internal value. Right. And that's manifest as righteousness. Right. Which is inside us. And it has redemptive value, which are the works that are produced. Okay. So that's the, that's the right way to look at faith. Okay. That it's given to us for free, but it's got to be proven. Its value has to be proven. Right. Okay. So just as gold can produce great works of beauty, so can we produce great works through faith, right? True. So these works of faith do not come cheaply. No, they don't. The reason I say that is the Greek word for works is ergon, like, okay. like ergonomics, okay? Okay. And it means to toil. Hmm. Just like God told Abraham, you will toil. So just as Christ toiled greatly for his faithfulness to us, he toiled the greatest of all because he sacrificed his life for us. Correct. But through these trials, our faith is perfected and we are righteous, okay? Okay. And through faith, our works in the Spirit are the redemption of faith. Okay. Okay, does that make sense? It does. Okay. So it says this. Now, faith is the assurance of things to hope for. In other words, it was given to us by God the Father. Right. A conviction of things not seen. Hebrews 11. Okay. It's not seen. It's not the same gold that we have in the um, U.S. Treasury. Oh, sorry. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Yeah, it's okay. I forgive you. <laughs> I know Uncle Sam does too, but I forgive you. <laughs> so how is it tested? How is gold tested? Gold is tested by fire. Absolutely. For its purity. Absolutely. So it's tested by fire and it's refined by fire. Okay. Right. Same with our faith. We mm. have, our faith needs to be refined by fire. And, and you know, not right now we go through the fire persecution. But, right. But at the end, it'll be a different fire. It'll literally be fire. Literally. Literally. Says this, I will bring the third part through fire, a third of mankind. Refine them as silver is refined, and test them as gold is tested. Mm. They will call on my name, and I will answer them. I will say, These are my people, and they will say, The Lord is my God. Zechariah 13 and 9. Okay. So, in other words, at the end, we will go through the tribulation. And that tribulation is the fire of testing right so on that day our works shall be tested by fire literally 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 so unfortunately some people made 
that made it of straw, some of wood, but some have made it of silver and gold. Okay. Okay. And we know that the straw and the wood go annihilated bye -bye. in the fire. Yeah, they're bye-bye. So it says this, Now if any man builds on the foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each man's work will become evident for the day, that is the day of judgment, will okay. show it because it is to be revealed with fire, the fire of judgment, nuclear fire. Right. And the fire itself will test the quality of each man's work. So what we've toiled for. Okay. If any man's work which he has built on it remains, which in other words, if it was built on faith, he will receive a reward. A reward. If any man's work is burned up, work toil for the earth, toil as Adam toiled, uh, just for food, he will suffer loss. Okay. This is the good thing. But he himself will be saved yet so through fire. Okay. So even if everything's burned up, God is still, still merciful. Gonna, mm -hmm. Yeah, he's still going to save his people. Right. So the rewards will be great for the bride, the prophets, martyrs, and saints. They will be covered in gold. It says this, The king's daughter is all glorious within. Her clothing is interwoven with gold. Remember we talked about the gold with the uh, clothing with all embroidered colors? Right. And they will enter into the king's palace. Psalms 45. And when they enter, they will bow down to the king, and then the golden bowls will be revealed. It says, these are the golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. Okay. Revelation 5. And these prayers will be for the glory of the risen king. Wow. But for those whose works are built upon this earth, their works will be destroyed. Burned up. It'll be gone. It says, if any man's work is burned up, he will suffer loss. In other words, everything's gone. Right. But he himself will be saved. 1 Corinthians. But by the Lord's mercy and grace, after all debts are paid, we shall be redeemed according to our gold, and we shall enter his kingdom. This is what it says about faith. It says, here is the perseverance of the saints who keep the commandments of God, and their faith in Christ Jesus. I heard a voice from heaven saying, Right, blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, so that they may rest from their labors. In other words, there's no more toil. Right. For their deeds follow with them. So your faith, your works of faith will follow you forever and ever. Okay. Revelation 14 and 12. When the last bowl has been poured out, the one who is faithful and true. Who's that? The, the, those of us who have survived the fire. No, there's one. There's only one who's faithful and true. That's Christ Jesus. That's right. Christ Jesus on the white horse, right? Right. He will destroy everything that's left. Satan and death will be destroyed. And okay. for that matter, time. It says this, And I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse. And he who sat on it is called Faithful and True. And in righteousness he judges and wages war. And on his robe and on his thighs he has a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Okay. Revelation 19. So gold is valuable, precious, and beautiful, but nothing compared to the gold of faith. And it, the metaphor between gold and faith is perfect. 
In other words, it has a value, yes. righteousness, and it has a redemption, which is works. And what we do with the gold, whether we decide to trash it, or whether we decide to hold it with great value, will be what manifests through our works at the end of time. Okay. So, extremely important. Don't think as a Methodist thinks. Hmm. Uh, I shouldn't say that, but don't, you know, don't think as... I would say don't overanalyze what Martin Luther said about faith. Okay. That there is a redemptive value. Martin Luther actually trashed James, um, and he um, said it shouldn't be in the Bible. Wow. But, but I think James had a, a very important point, and that's why it's included in our canon Bible. Um, is that, no, of course we aren't saved by our works, but... We're saved our, by our righteousness. Yeah, but faith, like I said, faith has to have a redemptive value. It's not just given to us and we just don't right. stuck it in our pockets or under the pillow and do nothing with it. Right. It has to be redeemed. So yeah, that's, re that's the difference. Re reminds me of the, the two stories in the Bible of the talents. Mm -hmm. And the person who was given the one talent... Absolutely. ...buried it. Uh-huh. And don't bury your don't bury, don't bury your don't your, bury your faith. In don't other bury words, it. Let it let it out. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let manifest anyone... itself. Yeah. Internally, have righteousness and externally do the works of the spirit. In other words, don't be a secret service saint. Mm -hmm. Let everyone know I'm a saint and I'm here. Thank you, one and all. Thank you again, Andrew. Until next time, take care of yourself.